The following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. This is the Post Exchange Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham counties. Now here's your host, Casey Patrick. Welcome to the second edition of the Post Exchange Podcast. My name is Casey Patrick, and uh, we're going to go over a few of the scores from last week, some of the results of the uh, week one football slate that we had. And then we're going to also talk about some, uh, just a little bit of uh, the soccer, volleyball, and and some of the golf that's going on right now. So uh, if you were following me on Twitter last weekend, uh, you would have realized that Dixon County had its biggest game of the year, as it usually does around this time of the year. Dixon and Creekwood met out in Charlotte, out in the woods. And uh, Creekwood came away with the 27-14 win over Dixon County. Uh, now, I, and I said on the last podcast that I did, I thought it would be 20-10 to 10 for Creekwood, but it was 27-14. I felt like the game kind of went, you know, how I expected it to. Uh, the Creekwood defense was just uh, almost unstoppable up front. Dixon County's offense, which has looked better in the past few weeks compared to earlier in the season, and especially last year. Uh, they they still had a little bit of trouble moving the ball up and down the field and executing on third down. That, that was a big emphasis, I thought. Uh, I don't know if that was something that the coaches looked at or not uh, for Creekwood, but they, they definitely held Dixon on third downs and, of course, fourth downs as well. Uh, one thing for Creekwood, the offensive line, which I wasn't sure about, it's a, it's a really young offensive line and, and a new quarterback. Both of those areas excelled uh, very well last week. Jacob Stevens had a really good game. He, he threw he threw one really nice ball to Jamison Ford for a 35-yard touchdown. Other than that, uh, he threw eight passes, completed four of them. Uh, for somewhere, I believe it was around 55 yards. And, of course, he did get the one touchdown to Ford. Other than that, if you know Creekwood football, you know they like to run the ball. Michael Harris had over 100 yards on, I believe, 10 or 12 carries. Uh, they were able to run the ball with uh, DeMonte, uh, and, and they were able to to move the ball up and down the field. Like I said, they played good defense, did a really good job of slowing down the, the Dixon offense, which should be a point of emphasis this year for Coach Greg Burns. Uh, his defense, he, he felt like uh, left a little bit on the field. He felt like the entire team did, and uh, – you could see the pain in his eyes. He, he was kind of upset. He, he expected a little bit more out of his team. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, if you're a Dixon fan, they're getting better. They're getting better. I know last year was not fun. I know the last few years have not been fun. I graduated from Dixon. I, I cover them. I, I, I know what's going on over there. They are better than they've been in the last few years. This is a really good football team that's going to win some games this year. To expect them to beat Creekwood, though, that was kind of crazy. Creekwood's got back-to-back 10-win seasons, and they showed it last night. Uh, or, excuse me, last Friday. So, uh, but you, I do want to see Dixon continue to get better. Uh, of course, that that last weekend uh, of preseason against uh, at Columbia Central, excuse me, against Spring Hill, the offense exploded, scored 28 of their 35 points in two 12-minute quarters. So, I, I think they're on the trend upwards. Uh Last year's game, they, I, last year's game, last year's team did not show a lot of fight after after losing early and, and getting down. So this year, that's going to be what I'm going to look for out of Dixon. Going to see how they respond to this loss. 
they do have this week coming coming up. Excuse me, against Columbia Central, they're going to host Columbia Central. That's going to be a big uh, a big kind of I don't know test for them to to see uh, if they can get over that week one loss. Now Creekwood, they're going to travel to Fairview, and Fairview coach Chris Hughes out there. He's got he's got a really good program. He's he's a lot like Creekwood. Uh, their program is a lot like Creekwood's in the fact that I don't really think they get the respect they deserve. Uh, Chris Hughes just shows up with good football players and wins a lot of football games and goes to the playoffs just about every year. So uh, again, you know it's going to be it's going to be a pretty good matchup. Two really well coached teams. Uh, it's right down the road. Uh, in Fairview, so if you've got the time, you might want to go out there and check out that game, and, and that that one will be fun to watch. Now, the game I'm going to be at this Friday, I'm going to go to Cheatham County, but we're going to have, uh, I believe, Harpeth is hosting Cheatham County Central. And speaking of Cheatham County Central, last week, last week they really blew up. They they Coach Gary Halstead has done really well out there so far in this preseason. They added some more coaches. They've got a few kids in there. Uh, I, I said I would. I, I didn't know what would happen because their starting quarterback Patrick Kelly is hurt. He's still going to be out for a few weeks. But I, I mean, I, they didn't. They didn't miss him. Apparently, they scored fifty-four points against Glencliff. Beat them fifty-four to eight. Of course, last year Cheatham County Central had a lot of issues that I don't. They didn't win. They were on a ten-game losing streak, and so to come out week one like that against Glencliff. Glencliff was 0-7 last year. They're a program that's got a lot to work on as well. But if you beat somebody 54-8, to you take it. That's a confidence builder for those young kids up there for the Cubs, the Cub football program. Uh, I'm happy for those kids. I know some of those kids. Cooper Owen scored two touchdowns. Michael Fitz had two touchdowns. Uh, for them to win like that over over anybody else is, is a huge confidence builder, especially going into week two where they're going to face a really, really young Harpeth team. Now, of course, this is an in-county rival. These kids all know each other. This is small-town America. These kids, they ride around together. They're friends. They know each other. And these these games are really fun to watch. And so uh, Harpeth is really young. I think they've got some good talent. They've got some really good talent. But, again, they're a little bit smaller of a team. They're definitely young. So uh, they they were held scoreless last week against Joe Burns. They lost fourteen to nothing. Joe Burns again, n- not a bad football team, and and they beat Joe Burns beat Harpeth last year twenty one to six. So kind of the same result. Uh, excited to see how that game goes. I, I want to see how this Cheatham County team responds uh, after a big win over Glencliff. I want to see Harp. I want to see how Harpeth responds after the loss against Joe Burns. So you've got two teams. Uh, with a big week coming up, uh, you don't want anybody in the county to to kind of get one over on you. So we're going to have a big matchup again. That one's at Kingston Springs. I'm going to be out there this Friday. I cannot wait. Uh, go see Coach Loop and Coach Halstead. Uh, two of the coaches around here that I cover, both are uh, both are great guys and, and good leaders. And so I'm excited to get out there and, and see what those guys can do. Now, a little bit of bad news. Last week, as some of you know, Sycamore had to cancel their game against Montgomery Central for COVID uh, issues. Now, again, I'm not at liberty to speak about it. I don't even know nothing much about it. I I did talk to Coach John Harrison, who was set to make his debut as the Sycamore head coach, but, of course, um, the the bad luck happened. They had a few positive tests, and that's what he told me. He said they had a snowball effect with a few positive tests, and uh, it got bad quickly. So, um, as far as I know, nobody's 
seriously ill, uh, and I hope that's the case. I haven't heard anything different. I'm going to hope and pray that is the case. But um, this week, after speaking with Coach Harrison, he said they do not plan. They do not plan on canceling this week's matchup against Hunter's Lane. They're going to host Hunter's Lane. So hopefully, hopefully Sycamore can uh, can get their first game of the season in. Hopefully John Harrison, of course, the the assistant coach from Springfield last year, he's going to come in. Hopefully he gets his uh, opportunity to coach in his first game as a head coach. So, um Again, you know, it's it's another it's another reason to be excited uh, about one of the teams that I get to cover because Sycamore uh, bringing in a new coach, the guy really seems like you know he 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 knows what he's doing and he's got these kids riled up and and rallied behind him and and they're they were ready to play football. That's what he told me. He was so disappointed for his kids because they they had worked so hard all, all off season and he's really got the fire back in these kids after a tough year last year for Sycamore. And John John Harrison, Coach John Harrison, was he was really excited about getting to see his guys play. He's had a little bit of a quarterback battle between Brandon Pennington and Noah Webb, uh, so it's going to be kind of exciting to see who who takes that spot over at starting quarterback. Uh, but other than that, he's he's got he's got some athletes all around the field. He's got some offensive and defensive linemen. Uh, they're going to try and pound the rock, ground and pound running game. They're going to play really stout defense. Casey Little John is defensive coordinator out there, so. Uh, again, just excited to see what they can do. Hopefully, they can get on the field this week, and, and that's what I'm really hoping for. Uh, want, want to see Sycamore be able to get their game in. Now, uh, as for football, I believe that's about all I got. And, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about the Dixon County Creekwood game just just a little bit more. For Creekwood, uh, they, they did have a, a minor injury there at the end. It was Michael Harris, who is uh, he's like all-district linebacker he's the running back he's he's mr do-it-all and he's a leader on that team he's he's kind of a he doesn't talk a whole lot but when he says something the rest of the team they they listen and he plays hard and he's a great football player and he tweaked his ankle towards the end of the game hopefully it's just a little uh maybe a little sprain that they can get rid of and and he'll be ready to go at fairview but Creekwood was able to move the ball really well, and, and I was surprised, honestly, with how they moved the ball. As good as Dixon County's defensive line was, they got Gil Parrish and Michaela Fraser up front, who who are two game wreckers. Creekwood was still able to move the ball a little bit against them. Ethan Donaldson also uh, ran the ball well for Creekwood. Uh, Demonte Evans, like I said, he ran the ball well. Creekwood's running game is still going to be there this year. I don't think they have the real speedy burner like they had last year with Brandon Porter. But, uh, again, I think they're going to be able to move the ball well. Steven, Steven showed out. I, th- I think when he threw the ball, he threw it fairly well. He didn't really put the ball up for grabs a whole lot. One thing I will say, Creekwood did put the ball on the ground three times. I believe they were all in the first half as well. Uh, one of the fumbles allowed Dixon County to get a big touchdown right before half that gave them some momentum. But Creekwood, as long as they can kind of shore up the fumbling issues, that defense is going to keep them in every game they play this year. Uh, of course, they've got some hard teams coming up, the Marshall Counties and the Pearl Cones and I don't have their full schedule right in front of me, but they've got some top-tier teams they're going to play. And in order to beat those teams, you're just going to have to play really good football. Good thing for them is they're a well-coached team. Now, as far as Dixon County, uh, I felt like Dixon County kind of played how I expected them to uh, personally. Um, 
they were able to throw the ball. I think the receivers had a few drops, which is uncharacteristic. I, I think the receivers have played fairly well so far through the preseason. The offensive line, I thought, even though Creekwood's defense still dominated up front, I, I thought Dixon County's offensive line still played well, uh, considering the fact that Creekwood is so strong up front. But looking forward to that, I'm, I'm excited to see how Dixon County responds against Columbia Central. I think that Creekwood at Fairview game, I'd love to be covering that game this weekend. But like I said, I got two in-county two in county teams in Cheatham. I'm going to go cover that one. So whoever gets to cover that Creekwood at Fairview game has got a good one on their hands. Uh, D.C. hosting Columbia Central again. Now, moving on, that, that is going to be it for football. Uh, moving on uh, – we're, we're getting into the season in both volleyball, soccer, and a little bit of golf. Uh, Dixon County's golf team, uh, Coach Jay Palace, who's also the athletic director, uh, he had some stuff he was going to send me. I'm excited to see. Uh, they got they got some real ballers on that Dixon County golf team. Uh, I'm, I'm talking some serious talent between Jackson Harrington and and I, some of the names are missing me right now. But, I mean, they, they've got kids everywhere that can go out there and really play. I'm talking top-tier kids, young kids that are very good at golf. I'm excited to see how well they're going to play this, uh, how well they're going to play this year. But uh, volleyball was the big deal this past week. I know Creekwood and Sycamore played. Dixon County and Harpeth played. Those two programs are two well-known programs for volleyball. Harpeth was able to come out on top. Harpeth, of course, they they went to the state championship, I believe, two years ago. Uh, Not the finals, but I I believe it was the second round of TWSLA state tournament. Um, Harpeth is a is a pretty darn good volleyball team. They were able to take down Dixon County. And then, of course, just last night, Creekwood defeated Harpeth. So we've got some really good talent here just in this area uh, for volleyball. Now, um, Creekwood was able to win last night 25-20, 25-20, and 25-21 in three straight sets, but they're all really close. So uh, excited excited is the word today. I keep saying that, but that's what I am. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy watching these kids get out here and, and play, and especially, you know, football and and I'm a big golf fan. I love watching golf. But, uh, of course, we've got volleyball and we've got some soccer. Some soccer. Dixon County will host Cheatham County Central August 26th. That will be uh, this Thursday. I'm going to I'm gonna try to catch that game. Hopefully I can be there for it. Uh, of course, that will be my first uh, game for either one of those two schools as far as soccer goes this year. Uh, Dixon County was just the soccer team, excuse me. Dixon County soccer team was just currently at the Smoky Mountain Cup. Uh, they played well, won a few games, lost a few games, but it's all about the experience for them and Chris Cardona. Uh, Coach Cardona is going to bring back the Lady Cougars, and, and like I said, they're going to host Cheatham County Central on August 26th. That's Thursday. Now, during this game, they're actually going to honor the first Dixon County soccer team that was ever at the school on the hill. It was the 1991 soccer team. Uh, They're also going to honor the coaches. Uh, The coaches for that team were Coach Wade Daniels and Jay Palace. Uh, So that's going to be a really fun event. If you know Coach Daniel or Coach Palace, uh, that, that may be a little event you'd like to go out there for, especially if you were on the 1991 team for Dixon County, the, the soccer team, that may be something you'd like to go out there and check out. Again, that's going to be Thursday, August 26th. We've got some big things coming up. 
uh, like I said, th- this week, Creekwood at Fairview Football, Dix County hosting Columbia Central. Harpeth at Cheatham is going to be so much fun. I'm going to be out there. My photographer, Bill Clark, is going to be with me. Of course, he loves his Harpeth school. So uh, we're going to be out there. And, and hopefully Sycamore can get their game in against Hunter's Lane. Uh, and that's all for football. Uh, but uh, with soccer, we've got we've got the big Dixon County versus Creekwood matchup coming up Thursday. Or, excuse me, Dixon County versus Cheatham Thursday. Uh, and then volleyball all this week, all next week. Volleyball, they play that every day, all day. Um, those girls really get out there and, and work hard and get after it. So this has been the second edition of the Post Exchange Podcast. Hopefully I'm continuing to get better at this. If I can stop using the same words over and over, it might be even better than that. But again, follow me on Twitter at CBP51. This is Casey Patrick, and I'm signing off. Thank you. You've been listening to the Post Exchange Podcast, your source for high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties with your host, Casey Patrick. For more on high school sports in Middle Tennessee, visit MainStreetPreps.com.